True transformation cannot happen without a renewal of the mind. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mind over matter. If the pain of where you are never exceeds the pain of change, you will always remain the same through a renewal of the mind. And it takes a process. True transformation. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Mind Over Matter Podcast. Yo, what up, y'all? Don't <laughs> you the building, baby. Hey, I'm Ken Canyon, and today we got to do it. You know, it's just us, baby. Yeah, Taylor's, yeah. Taylor's not here. We wish her well. She'll be back on the next one. Mm-hmm. But um, as for today, so we thought, you know, if it was just going to be us, mm-hmm. let's go a little deep. Right, let's go, go a little deep, deep and uh, well, we can get deep with Teller here too. But you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shots fired, Teller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you, Teller. Uh, go ahead. Uh, but now, nah, so, so we was in the gym the other day mm-hmm. working out, and um, and you know, as always, Lynch doing what he do, providing us these fierce workouts. But not only the workouts, but the empowerment. Uh, and he says something. Uh, that was powerful because this week he's teaching on beliefs out of the book, the seven, seven levels, levels of discipline, discipline that, that manifest success. success. Yes. Yo, y'all, believe it or not out there, uh, listen, this is the first time this man ever said the title of the book right. I mean, I, we cool, but anytime you mess the title up, man, we be in seminars, I'm like, man, just say seven levels, dog. Just say seven levels. Go ahead, though. Hey, I'm not a, I know what's in it. I know, you know what's in you it. You know what's in it. All right, That's so, all that counts. All right, so you were saying some stuff, and I was like, yo, we were talking about beliefs. I said, well, why don't we just take the podcast this week, and let's deal with beliefs, because... All of us have some form of limiting, limiting belief mm-hmm. or belief that has affected our life uh, negatively. Mm-hmm. And then we have some beliefs that have affected us positively. So, uh, and I know that I have some. And so before we get into the, the start of this, I got to <laughs> tell y'all one of my limiting beliefs. Because uh-uh. uh, I, I have some. I want to be honest. And, but but the, the, me being transparent here... Because I want to change them, and I have changed some of them. Yeah. Um, but I know the process now that I have to go through to change them. But I've had some limiting beliefs. Like, uh, let me give you an example of one. All right, one. Uh, I'm gonna give you an example of one in um, in uh, in weight loss. I got I got tons of them. I'll just give you this one. I used to think when I first started at AWOL, I was like, you know, one of my limiting beliefs was. I was like that box, you know. I, 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 a, some of y'all who've seen the work, seen the workouts we do. If you haven't, go to our YouTube channel because they're gonna be up there soon. Results TV mm-hmm. results with a Z. But I used to think, man, I just can't jump on that box, man. And my mind just kept telling me I could not jump on that box. It also kept <laughs> telling me, and the, and the reason why is because I had knee surgery, played football a lot of years, mm-hmm. and I used to say, man, I can't squat that low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I used to be like. What about Wednesday? What about Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, man. Let's talk about Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, man. Just talk about Wednesday real quick. Like, How hard the workout was? No, no, no. Just Wednesday, period, in our, our routine. Oh, our yeah, program. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I, I do Wednesday as a limited belief. Right. 
So we work out five days a week. We come at 6.30. Mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 we call it the big boy group. Mm -hmm. So um, I used to didn't want to come at 6.30 because I was like, man, all these cats smaller than me. They can do the workout. They can run, you know, because we used to run downtown, around town, mm -hmm. two and three miles. And not only that, just other stuff. Everything is like excessive, extreme. When I say extreme, like 100 burpees, oh, you know, yeah. I mean... 300 double under. It's just stuff that's extreme. And I used to tell myself, man, I ain't going into that 6 30 class. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, I would go to the big boy class. But on Wednesday, I would go to the 530 class. Uh, the group fitness class. The group yeah. fitness class. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I would tell myself, yeah, it's hard enough. I'm getting the same workout. You and Mr. Corporate. Yeah, me and Mr. Corporate. <laughs> You was ducking at work. I, 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 but now you come on Wednesday. Now I come on Wednesday, uh, and I don't want to miss Wednesdays. Um, and I do have another limited belief that I got to face soon, and I know it's coming. What, scale? No, 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 not the scale. I actually been facing the scale uh, every week now. But, okay. But nah, because I know as soon as the weather gets warm, oh. we're going to start running outside. We're going back downtown. Uh, we're going to run downtown, right? So that's another. Cause we're going to run through A&T. So, but we're going to talk about how I actually condition my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, later on today, in this Believe, uh, in this Believe podcast, because mm -hmm. now I look forward to it. Work. Whereas we'll I come, hated it at right, first. Right, right. We'll come back to it. We'll come we'll back, to back to it. it. So, back to it. So now, because I changed my beliefs, yeah. I'm there every Wednesday, and I actually like Wednesday. Mm. I actually love, I That's love good. Wednesday. Matter, matter of fact, this past Wednesday was the hardest workout we've ever done, in my opinion. In, in your Car opinion. Cardio, cardio. In my opinion. Yeah, I, was in my opinion. I, was, I was chilling. I was chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said in my opinion. I can't go on anybody else. I just can only go on, on it, my opinion. It was tough. It yeah, was it was the, it was the hardest cardio workout that I've I've done at AWOL. That was good. That yeah, was so good. so that's my limiting beliefs. You got any limiting beliefs you want? Man, to can I tell the story? Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, tell the story. All right, so we about uh, to get into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check it out, y'all. Um, it's a very powerful story, man. When I first read it, I said, you know what? I'm going there and I'm gonna tell this story, and they're gonna be everybody's gonna like this one right here. So check this out. It was this businessman, right? And this is back in the day. This story comes from back in the day. It was this businessman, and he was in debt. And, it, and he, he couldn't figure out a way out of his debt. He had his creditors pressing him, his suppliers. They was demanding the payments. Man, listen, He, he one day he just went walking. He went for a walk, and he went and sat on the bench in the park. And, you know, he just got his head down, and he's thinking, man. He said, you know, like, to himself, he's saying, what could save my company from bankruptcy? And then suddenly this old man appeared in front of him, and... Old man said, yo, I, I see something that's bothering you. So he, he, you know, after listening, you know, to the businessman, you know, he tell him all his problems. Or, you know, I got this going on. I got that going on. He said, you know, I think I can help you. Old man said, I think I can help you. So he asked the businessman, you know, what his name was. And old man wrote him a check. He said, take this money and we're going to meet here exactly in one year. And you'll be able to return it to me at that time. All right. So check it out. He said, so, you know. After that, he turned around, disappeared, and suddenly, what happened was the, the businessman looked down at the check in, in his hand, and he seen the amount was $500,000, and it was signed by John Rockefeller. And this was, remember, remember Rockefeller was one of the richest people in the oh, world yeah. at this time, okay. all right? So, so look, it, you know, a lot of stuff was running through this businessman's head. He like, you know, I can end all my problems right now. You know what I mean? Like, dang, I got, I got a half a million. Like, I'm good. So, you know, he, 
all them thoughts is going through his head, but he said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the check in the safe. I don't know what made him, you know, say this or do this, but he put the, he went home, put the check in the safe, right? And, and that one, one thought of just the existence of that check gave him the strength to find a solution to save his business. So, you know, with, with this, he got a bunch of optimism now. Like, he's very optimistic about what's going on. And he, he's starting to turn these profitable deals. And a couple months go by, he out of debt. He's starting to earn money again. But exactly one year later, he went back to the park, went back to the bench at the same time that, that Mr. Rockefeller told him to uh, meet him at the bench. Old man told him, yo, meet me at the bench at the same time. He, he got there, right? So he got the check in his hand and... You know, he's sitting around and old man starts to walk up, right? And right before the old man, you know, gets to him and, and the businessman can pull the check out to give him the check back, a nurse runs up to him and she says, he wasn't bothering you, was he? She Because every now and then he, he runs off and he tells people he's John Rockefeller. Wow. <laughs> Yo, so Ken, do you understand what just happened right there, Ken? Wow. So in other words, because the man believed that John John Rockefeller had given him the check, he felt like his problems were solved. Yeah. Even though it wasn't even a real check. But the 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 idea of believing that it was real made him do some things. Yo, the whole year he was spending and building his business based on the fact that he thought he had a half a million dollars in the safe. Wow. Okay. But, but, but suddenly he understood that it wasn't the money, son. Okay. So that's what we need to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. And, and really, we, and, we, and what we can do is kind of relate it to people's lives for real. Right. Because um, what makes us... What happened in the process? Right. So right. now what we want to do is today, let's take people to the process because there are a lot of people out there who have beliefs right. that are hindering them. Right, right, right. Beliefs that are limiting them. Right. Beliefs that are actually keeping them from growing. That's good. And I know you see it every oh, single every day. day. Every day, man. Every day. Today, yesterday. I mean, it's, it's just crazy that I'm teaching about beliefs and I see it right there. So I can actually take that analogy right then and there and use it as a teaching moment so they can say, dang, you know what? He right. This is what I got to do to change it. So first of all, they need to know what a belief is. And it's just something that is accepted and considered to be true or it can be held as an opinion. Okay. And those are the things that either help us or hinder us just because we accept something or we consider it to be true or we just hold that this is our opinion of it. So, but you just said something key and I want everybody to understand it. Yeah. You accept it. You accept it. So it's, yeah. it's something, a belief is something you accept. Right. Not somebody else accept, you accept. Right. Somebody tells you something, you decide to accept this as this is either my opinion, I adopt this opinion, or this is true. Right. So so when I accepted the idea that, when I accepted the idea that Wednesdays, <laughs> no, no, real no, let's talk, talk. Let's go, let's go I, real. I love it. I love so when it. I accepted the idea, the thought, the mm -hmm. thought that came to my head that mm -hmm. Wednesdays, that I just couldn't do it. Right. I'm bigger than everybody else. You know, I'm slower than everybody else. Right. You know, I'm not in right. as good a shape as everybody else. I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. Yep. So 
I can't keep up. Right. That I accepted those as true. Right. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes. And it became a limiting belief for me. Right. Because you wouldn't come on Wednesday. Right. And what? Well, now that dude, this is so good. So <laughs> I changed that limiting belief. You came to me. You called me out on it. Right. Right. You, you called me out. You was like, yo, why you don't come on Wednesday? Right. And so I'm like, I don't even think I lied. I was like, yo, I don't like running downtown. Y'all right. so far in front of me or whatever. Um, and I don't even, I, I don't even remember you, you, you probably said something slick like, yo, so that's, that's what you tell yourself. Right. So at this, at that time, what I'm trying to get from you is your thought process. Right. All right. So just so the people know that the first level of discipline that manifests success is thought, thought, thought. All right, so I'm trying to figure out. So y'all out write this down. Thought. This is the first level in right. this process. Right. Your thoughts have to change. Right. Okay. Right. And 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 we both know, Ken, being people who, who study the mind, right. we know that there's two kinds of thoughts. Yes. We have subconscious and the conscious. Right. Gotcha. We got the subconscious mind, we got the conscious mind. We got a conscious thought, we got a subconscious thought. All right, okay. so there's two types of thoughts. Right. Okay, good. Now. Now, I want you to break that down. Now, so since we're in here, let's go ahead and break that down. Okay. Go ahead and break that down. So cool. They, they always hear me throw out these statistics, but, you know, um, the subconscious mind is responsible for 95% of your reality. All right. Now, just to break this down real quick, your subconscious mind is responsible for, this is all it does. It stores and retrieves data. All right. So whatever information that is in your subconscious mind, Okay, whatever is in there, when you get into a situation, a circumstance or something else, the only way you can respond is to the information that is stored in the subconscious mind. Good. All right. Okay. So good. So since how how old were you when you when you start to tell yourself you weren't a runner a a long time ago? Long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Okay. So it's ingrained in it's it's in in my subconscious mind. Anytime running come up. In your head, you already know that you're not a runner. So my subconscious mind uh-huh. got the, it's, 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 it's think of the subconscious mind like a library. Yes. So so my conscious mind is looking for information. So it asks, it says yes. the running comes up. Yes. So it says, okay, let me go in my library. Yep. Okay, in my library, it says you can't run. You're not a runner. Yes. So your my subconscious gives that information to my conscious mind. Yes, sir. So my conscious mind says, you know what? I'm not a runner. Right. So I'm not coming on Wednesday. Right. So that's that's actually what happened. Right. Wow. So look, let, let's go back to the story though. Go. Okay. We go back to the story where right now this man is experiencing problems. What is he on the bench doing? He's on the bench thinking. How did he get to that point right there? Right. He got to that point based on all the things that was in his subconscious mind, all the information that was stored in his subconscious mind. Now, right. in order for him to change that, which is what we do on a daily basis, we deprogram people and we reprogram people. Gotcha. Right? All right. Now, what is the next level? The next level on the process of manifestation is the feeling. Before we get to the feeling, Go ahead. I, I do want to say something. Talk it. Talk and, this, it. and this is important. Mm-hmm. People don't, 
y'all, you a lot of people don't realize where the thoughts that go into your subconscious mind comes from. Right. All right. I'm I, sorry. I, you, I yeah, jumped, yeah, jumped yeah, ahead. Go ahead. They come from, and so you got to understand where they come from so that you can understand when he's talking about reprogramming, mm-hmm. deprogramming, and reprogramming. Yes, yes, yes. You got to understand where the program comes from. Yes, I apologize. Do you know that from the age, from the third trimester mm-hmm. of when we were babies in our mom's stomach? Right. To the age seven years old, yes. we didn't have a subconscious mind. I mean, we didn't have a conscious mind. Right. Everything we got from mama, mm-hmm. experiences, yep. Yep. our neighborhood, mm-hmm. yep. all of that was imprinted on our subconscious. Yes. Our experiences, yes. everything that happened to us, that's when our subconscious was, was formed. Yes. That's when it was formed. Yes. That's why you ever notice in therapy, they that's the first back, question they ask you. They, they go right back to childhood. Yep. That's the first question they ask you in therapy. Yep. They want to know what you saw. They want to know what you've been through, what you did. And from there, they 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 pretty much unlock the problem from there. After that, you just keep paying them. Uh, to, <laughs> they don't figure it out the first day. You, you don't tell them keep paying them. You keep coming in there and writing that person a check the whole time. Man, they don't figure it out the first day. I got y'all covered, though. They're going to learn today. Right, right, right. Yeah, all right. So Go we ahead. got the thoughts. No, we that's good. So I just wanted them to understand where it comes from. Yeah. It might have been experiences where you've been some, with somebody, a boyfriend who told you you were ugly, you were ugly, you were ugly, you were, ugly. You were fat, you are fat. You're fat, or you're this, you're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. And even when we're kids, mm-hmm. we the got y'all gotta be careful what you do to these kids, what you say to them. Yes. Because you're imprinting on their subconscious mind. Yes. And they're gonna grow up and be the very thing that you said. Yes. You might say, Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you just dumb. You just and what you don't realize is you might not do it intentionally, but the very thing that you're saying to them becomes a part of them. Yes. So somebody told me, you know, I was slow. I couldn't run when I was in little league football. Well, he was. Yeah, I was slow. He <laughs> <You> was. He <laughs> was. That's why they put you on the line. Come on, man. Bad. It's all good. I got it. I get it now. All right. All right. All right. Go to the second. All right. I just wanted to know that. Okay. All right. So we we got to go to the the second part of it, which is the the feelings, right? Important. Uh, it's Very important, important because positive thoughts are going to fuel good feelings. And good feelings are going to reinforce positive thoughts, right? So it can happen the other way around too, right? Negative feelings yes. are going to produce negative energy or negative feelings, right? Which yes. is going to produce a negative action. And it's going to reinforce that perpetual frustration that you always talk about, right? Right. All right. Yeah. So with him, he's in a, a state of perpetual frustration because, you know, his business is not doing good. He's trying to figure out what he's going to do. And he, he can't seem to, 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 put his, to put his mind on it, to, to get his thoughts right. He can't seem to get it right until Mr. A.K.A. Uh, Rockefeller, which is not Rockefeller, appears with the daggone check. Wow. Right? Yes. So what, what, does, what does the check actually do for... The businessman. Well, the one thing, it did two things. Mm -hmm. Number one, it changed his thoughts. Right. It changed his thoughts. Just the mere thought of having a half a million dollars somewhere because he didn't cash it. Right. All he did was put the thought, uh, the the, the check in his safe and he was just thought that he had it somewhere. And that produced some, the the, the kind of confidence and things so he could figure out the strategies and he started solving a problem just based on the thoughts. The thought. And then the emotions that he had, his emotions changed. Right. His emotions were despair, frustration. Right. I I just, I I, I mean, it was, it was devastation. It was all of the emotions that come that were negative. Right. So the, the the energy creates the motion. Yes. Right. So 
E, energy in motion, which is emotion, right? So that created a positive, it started to create a positive energy, which created a, the, now he has a belief. I, uh, that was a good deal. I, I sealed that one. Okay, boom, I made some money off of that one, which reinforced the, the good thought, which reinforced the good feeling, which reinforced the belief that I could get out of this debt. You see how all three of them, they keep going, boom, 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 boom. So let's go back to the workout. So when you and, and Mr. Corporate um, finally showed up on a Wednesday, right, 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 I did something real slick and nobody was really catching this, but I sat everybody down before we started and I said to everybody, I pointed to everybody, I want you to give me your favorite cardio exercise. <laughs> I pointed to the next person, I said, I want you to give me your favorite core exercise. And then I pointed to another one, another one, another one. And I made a workout up in my head just like that based off of positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. All right, so something that you had a great experience with that you didn't, you know, didn't feel that challenged you or something like that. You know, people, some people shouted out burpees, though they must like burpees, right? But they were in there. All right, so I gave you something that, based off of the information in your library, you, that it was good information about that when you went into your subconscious and pulled it, and your first Wednesday back with the big boy crew, you had a successful experience. That's called self efficacy. All right. Ah, hey, yo, yo, yo. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, we got to stop this hey, right now. Dude, this dude y'all better get your ah. di- dictionary. Say, All right, say, Google. Say, say that again now. Self-efficacy. Ah. All right. Ah. It's defined as a... As a uh, um, it's defined as a successful experience. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-efficacy. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what, though? Boy, but you're right. When you asked everybody that, so I said, yo... This dude's got some kind of trickery up his sleeve. <laughs> yeah. But the truth is, that was very effective. And 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 let me go a step further with, with the emotions. Mm-hmm. What emotions are, y'all, if you look at every human being under a microscope, we are energy. Mm-hmm. We're energy. Yes. Okay? Now, energy attracts certain energy. Mm-hmm. It's called the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 maybe we'll do a whole podcast on that one oh, day. Oh, definitely. definitely. But, but, but what I want you to understand is... Your emotions are the uh, the way that you attract energy. Mm-hmm. You ever notice how positive people can't be around negative people? Right, right. Their right. energy is opposite. Right. Opposite, opposite. So here's the thing. What happened is the more he had the more he had positive energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. the more positive energy came his way. Yes, yes. Okay? So now I close a deal. Right. Then I close another deal. Right. That's kind of like people who are negative and just continue to talk in negative, negative thoughts. And they keep coming in their lives because they're attracting with their vibration. Right. Okay? Every, every human being is energy. We put off, we have a vibrational Pattern, yes, okay. Yes, yes. I don't want to get too deep for them, but understand this: if you look at every human being under microscope, we're energy. We have a vibrational pattern. Yes. When you have positive energy, that vibrational pattern attracts other vibrational patterns just like yours. Yes. That's why positive people hang around positive people. Right. Negative people, they say negative people hang around negative people. Misery loves company. Right. That's what they say. That's what it's all about. it is is their it's vibration. Energy. Yes. Attracting other negative energy. Yes, sir. So when he started getting positive vibrations, yes. wow, the results change. Yes. That's yeah. deep. That's deep right there. Man, okay, alright. Go ahead, Professor. Um, where, where, where are we going? Where are we at? So you oh. said the emotions right. happen next. So in the story, the guy's emotions happen because I got this check over here. Right. 
Right, I got this check. I feel good. In other words, he said he put the check in his safe. I got money in the bank. Right. When you got money in the bank, your decision, <laughs> you feel positive. Your decision uh, making is different. Bank. You feel me? Show me what you think. I mean, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Come on with it, man. Talk to him. <laughs> I mean, you're willing to, hey, you feel good about your deals. When you go into a deal, yeah. you don't go in thinking, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, you swag thinking, different. Everything I'm, different. Everything is the walk different. and talk, the way you put your clothes on this morning, all that way you strapped up the boots, whatever, man. Everything different, man. Wow. Everything different. So, you know, what, what, what they need to know right now is that everything you believe is in your body. Uh, yeah, everything you believe in your, is in your body, and your beliefs they they impact you on a cellular level. They do. They, they, they do. right? They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, so do. we we know that the mind you know triggers the body, right? Absolutely. But you know, me and you talk about this all the time, and what people don't understand is that you can get the body to trigger the mind too. You absolutely can. Right, right, that right. You, you you absolutely can. Um, and that's what happens. So after the emotion happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, motion happens. Right. When you start feeling something, right. you develop a belief. A belief about it. it. Yes. And this is the seven levels, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see he wrote, hey, he wrote the book, but I know it. No, yeah, no, you know it. I know this. You don't know the title, but you know nah, the book. That's all, it's all good. So you develop a belief about it. So I started feeling good about coming to the big boy workout. Right. So I I changed my belief. Right. Because my emotions changed. Right. And, and so and, the thought, and, and, the then, thought. and my thoughts changed. Right. And then what happened was I began to believe, wait a minute. Yeah. They might be lighter than me, I think I but can I can do keep this. up. I can do this. I can do this. So at the end of the day, it produced the belief produced the action. Action. Right. All right, right, so, right, so so we can't go no further than that. We can't go no further than the whole then. book. We can't yeah, go no yeah. further than action yeah. today. But let's let's break this down. So, what happens after your emotions, you have a belief. You start to believe. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you this. A lot of people have limiting beliefs. Just in your personal, your personal assessment, we know where they come from. Experiences, people in their lives, they come from programming when they were young, yes. subconscious mind. Yes. But we got to talk about this. How do people change their beliefs? So, what I want to ask you is... In your opinion, um, give me one thing that people can do to change their beliefs. Because what I'd like to do, do you want to do that? I got a letter now. Somebody wrote us, and I did you, did you want to do the letter, or did you want to go into how they change it? All right, well, go ahead. Let's go into the letter real quick. All right, then we can real maybe quick. use the letter yeah, yeah. to help with yeah. what I'm asking. Okay, that's cool. So here's the letter. All right, it says, Dear Ken and Lynch. Nah, you got it right. Not there, Lynch. <laughs> I started listening to your podcast a couple of weeks ago. This is a recent letter. And have become a fan. I recommended it to all my friends. It is so empowering. I decided to write because I am truly in a funk. Borderline depressed. Mm -hmm. Here's why. I was in a business with some friends. When we started the business, everyone was excited. Thinking about all the money we were going to make. Okay. I thought everyone was committed. And, you know, since I thought everyone was committed, I had good credit, so I decided to borrow the startup money we needed. It was over $50,000. Mm. We were doing well at first, but the business really hit a tough, a rough patch, and people started bailing out. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they left me broke, busted, and disgusted. I couldn't pay it back, so I had to file bankruptcy. I thought they would come back and make it right, maybe offer me some money or something. The three of them have gone on with their lives. I'm stuck holding the bag. 
I now believe that all people are shady, even my friends. Mm. I also believe that going in business is a waste of time because all people in business are shady. Wow. That's deep, man. That's so deep, Ooh. man. I mean, that's so deep right there. Now, now let's let's debunk this. Okay. Can I start? Yeah, go ahead. Number one, because you believe something doesn't make it so. Right. Because you believe something doesn't make it so. Because you've had the experience, your experience doesn't make that a reality for everyone. Okay? And what we have to understand is it's just your experience. Okay? So what happens when we have an experience like that, we have to seek out other experiences. Right. To uh, seek out uh, other experiences. Right. Other things other people have done. Is what I am thinking, right. be willing to challenge it, be willing to ask, is what I am thinking. And I know a lot of people who have done that in relationships. You know, I know one person particularly who used to think every, every man was a cheater. Right. Until she found a man who didn't cheat, right. and she's in love and married for 15 years. That's good. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So we have to challenge our mode of thinking. So in this particular case, let's say this. What she's thinking is real. It happened to her, but it doesn't make it reality for everyone else. That's the first thing. Yeah. Um, first thing is, now, you know, I know people who have gone through something similar to that. So I would say you got to challenge that. The second thing that I would say to this person is what? Is if you believe this, the question is, do you want to change your beliefs? Mm, that's good. Because if you don't want to change your beliefs, if, you know how some people don't want to change their beliefs? All men cheat. Yeah. All men cheat. Y'all yeah. heard women say this to my wife. My wife said, my husband don't cheat. And she said, all men cheat. <clears throat> um, but some people don't want to accept it. What did you say at the beginning? Yeah, accept it. My belief is yeah. me accepting accept it. That's right. They don't want to accept another opinion. Right. You got to be willing to accept another opinion if somebody says what your reality is isn't reality for everybody. Right. You know? Right. And when you get to the point you're willing to accept the another thought process, now you can go down the road. That's right. Of emotion, thoughts, yep. emotions, yep. beliefs, yep. again. Yep. You know? Because she went through the process one time. She thought everybody was good. My friends were in it. Right. I felt good about it. Okay? My belief is that we all going to work together. Right. Now my action is I go out and borrow alone. Right. Okay? I don't want to give them the rest of the book, right. but yeah. that's what happened. Right, right, right. Now she can adopt another thought, go out and seek out other thoughts. Right. Other situations. Right. Other realities. Other experiences. Other yep. experiences. Yep. And that's kind of what I did. That's kind of what I did when I came to the gym. Right. You know, other people at my age, they say, man, why, do you, why are you doing those kind of workouts? Yeah. I mean, I ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. But that ain't, that's their experience. Then I went out and found some people who were older than me, beasting harder than me. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, they doing this. You know what? I could do it too. That's right. That's it. I mean, that's, that's all. I mean... That's all I can say. I mean, so what do you, what do you what do you think about this this letter and her? I mean, it sounds like you took care of it. Uh, hey, see, yeah, he he gonna let me he let me talk today. I every time, every now and then I didn't say shine, anything. Baby. I didn't say anything like <laughs> self efficacy. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my little rice pot, man. Yeah. Right on, dog. Nah, but for real though, for real though, that's that's powerful though. So let's do this. Let's recap. Yeah, okay. Um, we go ahead and recap for them. It's in the book. For those of you straight up listening, uh, yeah, the yeah. Seven Levels book is powerful. Yes, definitely. It is powerful. It takes you through a process of 
uh, if you as a person really want to grow to your maximum potential, you can listen, you can read this book, and it takes you literally through the process of what you have to do to get better, to grow, and to be better. So yeah. that's that's just my take on that. I yeah, mean, no, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Um, you know, as far as, you know, the story was concerned, you know, we, we talked about the thought and the thoughts that he was having, you know, led him to that point where he was. And in order for that to change, we had to get a different experience or a different thought. Right. So, you know, we went from, from thoughts to feelings and from feelings to beliefs. But we did talk about the subconscious and, you know, basically how your subconscious is responsible for 95% of your reality. So that goes from your thoughts, your feelings and your behavior, you know, your beliefs and all that stuff all the way to your behavior. It, it stems from the things that are in the subconscious. All right. wow. So, you know, if, if, if we don't um, basically deprogram and reprogram the information that's in our subconscious, then we'll continue to only react or respond the way that we have, you know, with the things that we have stored in our library. Right. As you as you as you put it. So, you know, if, if we're not like if we don't like the outcomes that we have in our life, um, if we don't like, you know, some of the things that are happening, then we have to go back to, to that pain point. And we have to figure out, you know, what what the challenge was, what the experiences was that are creating the beliefs that we have now mm -hmm. so that we can go ahead and, you know, try to change them in a, in a manner that will give us the manifestation or the reality of, of what we're um, actually seeking. Wow. You said something, man, so deep one day. I, I was like, yo, I don't even I, I, I don't even want to say it because it was so deep. It made me think you said. I am still re, um, re, regurgitating the pain. What was that oh. you said? Oh, yeah. I said that I, I recycle my pain. Recycle the pain. Yeah, yeah. Expound on that for a minute. Well, I'm, I'm a little different than, than the average person because the average person, you know, they take their pain and they let their pain just basically, it, they, they let that hinder them. And I, I, I take my pain and I let it thrive me. I use it as fuel. So, you know, I think I made this statement when we had the podcast about the promissory note when my mom gave me the note and I went to the store. So that note triggered some stuff inside of me because of that experience. All right. So when I had that experience walking to the store asking for food, that can we have food until Friday, until my mom get paid? So, you know, all that triggered a bunch of thoughts in my head like, well, why can't my mom buy food for us? And, and she has two jobs. So... At that point, I said, you know, I, I, I need to work. I need to help out. I need to hustle. I need to do my thing. But I said, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to never work for nobody because my mom had two jobs and still couldn't give us enough money to, to feed, didn't, didn't have enough money to feed us for the week. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? So and that, I and used that was that, imprinted on your subconscious mind. That was imprinted mind. on my subconscious mind for the rest of my life. So ever since then, I haven't really worked for nobody. Like, wow. you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, like, Recently, I had to go to the, like, when I moved down here, like, recently, I, I had to uh, uh, go to, you know, the Russia Big Box Gym just to build name, brand, and face recognition, but I didn't even let that, I, I, I looked at it totally different. You know what I told myself when I went in there? What's that? I told myself that I'm going to look at this as a paid internship. Wow. So even though I'm only making a couple dollars an hour, I'm not going to let that impact my thoughts neg neg negatively. You understand what I'm saying? So me coming in with the perspective and the mindset that that me working for this place is only temporary and it's a paid internship, that everything that came on top of that was gravy. 
Because I had to go build name, brand, and face recognition. Nobody knew me in this spot, yo. Nobody knew me in this state. You, you understand what I'm saying? So this right here was a stepping stone for me. So it was one of those failing forward type of joints. You understand what I'm saying? So I had to go back to come up. Like, wow. yeah, 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 man. It's, you know, it's just I, I, I let that pain and I recycle it so that I could keep, I can keep going from it. That's powerful. That leads me to this, is that we choose our thoughts. Mm-hmm. We choose them. Yeah, we do. We choose our thoughts. But here's the thing. We, well, let me, re, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. We don't choose our thoughts a lot of times because they come to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can come to us. What we choose is the meaning right. behind the yes, thoughts. Yes, yes. That's, that's good. what we choose. That's Shall real we good. Yep. We choose the meaning behind the thoughts. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when somebody says to you, uh, um, uh, uh, make a statement to you in yeah. the workplace. And I used to teach uh, conflict resolution. I said, it's not what the person says. It's the meaning you attach to what they say. Right, right. Okay? Right. So That's somebody it. can say something to you like, you know what? Um, you know, you, 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 you get on my nerves. Right. You know, you don't heard that before. Right, you right. get on my nerves. Somebody can say it one way. You get right. on my nerves. And you perceive it. And you way. perceive it like, uh, you, I know you just but joking. right beneath that is the limiting belief. Right. Right beneath that. So in this story, we're talking about financial pressures and you you got to ask yourself, you know, how did he feel about it or how do you feel about it? Let's say you having financial pressure or something like that. Are you anxious? Are you angry? Are you hopeless? You know what I mean? If you, if you stay with that emotion and acknowledge it for a moment, you'll find a limiting belief right beneath it. So, for example, if you got anxiety, you might be saying, all right, what will people think about me? All right, all right. Anger might reflect right, uh, right. life isn't fair to, to people like me, you know, underneath. And it, it, you got to understand, like, all, a lot of this stuff, like, uh, 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 yo, man, this stuff is crazy. Like, you know, I'm just not strong enough or smart enough to figure this out. So the limiting belief is right beneath that. And if you can be conscious on it, and I always talk about this, being conscious on these different levels in order so that you can stay on track on the level so you can manifest your, your, your actual success or destiny, right? Man, you gotta, this stuff is powerful. That's just powerful. It's kind of like, it, 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 I look at it also in a situation like this. You know, we're in the gym, and I relate stuff to some of this to the gym because we that's a that's a part of both of our lives. When you say, "Hey, don't lean," whenever you, we lean on something, right? <laughs> we got to stand in the gym, right? Whenever you yeah. lean on something, even when you're tired, you got to do 25 push-ups, right? Um, and my thoughts about leaning on stuff has totally They've changed. They've changed. Totally changed. Right. Uh, so I don't ever want to. Lean on something. So now I'm conscious. Right. You're conscious so of it. I guess the last part of this, and we're going to wrap this up, mm-hmm. is having people the idea of being conscious right. of their thoughts. Because that's right. where it all starts. Right. Because you're going to have the thought and you're going to have the feeling. But if you're conscious of it, you can stay in it right there for the moment. And you see, you got to observe it. You observe what you're actually having. You can allow it to be there. But then after that, you got to release it. Mm. You have to release it because if not, then you're going to you're going to stay trapped or locked down by by that. In order for you to be freed from it, then you you got to release it. You got to let it go. Release it, release it mm-hmm. and releasing changes the meaning of it. Yes, it changes the meaning of it. Yes, I'm gonna just let that go. You know, because I don't care what he say. That's I don't right. care what he no, say. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that's good stuff, man. That's right. That's good stuff. Any parting thoughts? Taylor, what you doing? Are you are you eating right? <laughs> uh, uh, but now, you got any parting thoughts? Um, look, man, becoming familiar with what you believe gives insight for your personal development. 
You got to look at how you interact with others and how you react to daily events. Like this helps to identify parts of your belief system. This is operating at the fundamental level, the foundation. All right. The foundational level. So you, you got to pay attention. You got to be conscious to be conscious is to be uh, uh, awake. All right. And to be awake is to be aware, to be aware is to be live. You know, if, you, mm. if you're not, if you're not conscious, you're not awake, you, you know, you're, you're not living. You're just truly, you're merely existing. All right. So we, we, we have to, you know, we have to start to, we got to dig. We got to dig. We got to dig. dig deep. I'm going to leave you one last thought. The subconscious mind doesn't know whether something is real or not real, true or false, fact or fiction. Your subconscious mind only feeds the conscious mind what's in the library. If you put positive stuff in the library, if you put stuff like, for instance, if you tell yourself, if you're reading about successful people and you want to be successful people, your your subconscious mind doesn't know whether you're successful or not now. It's just going to say you are successful. So what you got to do is be careful what you put into your library. Begin hanging around people who are positive, who are doing the things that you want to do. Begin consuming information. Lynch and I, we're going to take a book of the month. And maybe on one of these podcasts, we might even go over the book of the month. Every book, every 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 month, we're going to be reading a book. We're going to be discussing it, the merits of it. Because what we want to do is feed our subconscious mind. So that when we retrieve information from that library, it only feeds our conscious mind the positive things we have fed it. Mm, that's good. And that's it. That's it. It's mind, it. it's mind over matter. Mind over matter, baby. Hey, yeah, if you don't mind, then it definitely don't matter, man. Think and be conscious. Be conscious, and we'll see you on the next one. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You got to go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear.